Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Today we have Eva, right? Am I pronouncing it correctly? Yes, you are. Bradshaw, and she is the regional affiliate manager at NCWIT. Correct. Correct. She's an IT professional. Woo-woo, woman in IT. All right. So everybody's first question is going to be, what is NCWIT? That's the normal question. (laughs) NCWIT is the National Center for Women and Information Technology. Oh, It's a national organization. It's actually a group of member organizations across the country. We have corporate partners, higher ed partners, and affiliates from all 50 states. Wow. So you're not busy at all? Oh, no, not at all. Not there's, at all. There's always something going on. <laughs> so how, it, like, when people meet you for the first time and they ask you what you do and they're like... Oh, and see when you explain it all. And what's the next question? So what do you... How do do I get involved? Yes. What do you do? (laughs) How do I get involved? And and sometimes it's why are you doing what you're doing? Why do we need a NC WIT? So I like to talk about some of the reasons why it's important that we encourage the meaningful participation of women and girls in computing and technology. That happens to be our mission. (laughs) So there you go. Um, We're all about women, girls, encouraging underrepresented populations to become involved in computing and technology. One, it's a great career. I should know I've done this for 30 years plus. So I've worked in technology for a long time. And we need more women. We just need more bodies. Quite frankly, there are more positions and more expected right now and in the future than what we have people who are skilled and ready to take those spots. So we need to encourage more people in this field or group of fields. And the reality is it's a great career option. It's a way to make some significant dollars and to make a big impact on the world. So there's so many different ways that you can work in technology and become a part of this as a career. But what happens is many of our young women don't think of themselves as somebody that would work in computer science or with information technology. And part of it is they don't see role models. So you kind of have to see it to be it. And we want to give them role models so that they can see women working in technology and then hopefully strive to do that as they move forward in their careers. Okay. I was actually one of those women. I was not in this field. I was the director of operations at OSU. And I, yeah, I, I got the hook. I got the poison of the great IT world and I drank it and I love it. 
and I came over. It'll be a year in October. Oh, okay. So yes. you're you're a new convert. I'm a new convert. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Welcome, welcome to the fold. We, we love to encourage all ages, and oh, and yeah. actually, women who are making a career shift are a big part of the um, population because. Like I said, we need more people and it's a great career. And that was probably my biggest fear, which you probably have people who say, well, that's a huge risk or a big fear or I'm not technical. Like I'm not a technical, I'm not a technical person, even though I work in the IT, but you probably get lots of people when you're promoting, encouraging yeah, that say those, they they say I'm not good at this type of thing or I don't. What's really true a lot of times is I don't know what it is. I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would use my skills. And um, really what I talk about, and in my job, I work a lot with girls and young women. So in the K-12 space, a lot of times I'm working with high school young women because we have a Aspirations in Computing Award program. Oh, okay. That's for our ninth through 12th graders. We want to Which- recognize their award. Their Aspirations. We know somebody, Paige Bowman, right? Yes. Yes. She's going to be doing a little 15-minute talk at the conference on September 12th. I have to reach out to her. But yes, she is Canal Winchester. Yes. And she got that award or scholarship, right? Well, she's one of our community members. So she's been recognized with an Aspirations in Computing Award. And that then allows her to be an Aspire IT leader, and she's doing an Aspire IT program that we're helping to fund. So she's reaching back into middle school and encouraging others sometime, whether it's in middle school, high school, or mid-career, you get the spark. You get the, well, this sounds great. This sounds fun. This is something I like. I might be good at this. And the more women and girls that we can reach and give them that spark, then that gets them excited. And then we provide more resources and more opportunities for them to experience the field, stay in the field, see role models, and participate and and be part of the community. So that's what we're all about. Yeah, she um, was doing a camp. Yes. In, in well, Canal Winchester. Yeah, that's the Aspire IT program. Yeah, yeah. I tried uh, to to get my daughter in there, but she doesn't go to Canal Winchester. <laughs> oh, so it was limited to that school. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's true. Yeah. So, but yes, she, yeah, that was, when I met her, what an awesome young lady, first of all, but she, yeah, when I met her, I was like, are you sure you're just graduating high school? Cause I was just shocked by how mature and passionate she was. So we get to see that all That's the awesome. time. So for our reviewers that look at our applications for this award, uh, by the way, we could always use more reviewers. So aspirations.org and, a, and a, a register oh, yeah. to be a reviewer. Plug yourself, girl. <laughs> Plug it. We always need more reviewers. And you get to see these written applications that just describe the awesome things that high school students are doing. Now, We're blown away because there are high school students who have not only worked in doing some things with code, but they've created apps, then created a nonprofit and marketed that app and have their own businesses and they're in high school. It's amazing. It is. 
That's and, fantastic. Yes. We need more women like that. We do. And this is a program that's helping us to, to get there and to help them to understand that, yes, there are women in IT. Um, it is something that we've been doing for a long time. Like I said, I've been <laughs> in the field for 30 years. And it's not one thing. So you find your niche. But part of it is knowing someone or being exposed to opportunities to see the field and find where you fit in. So computer science, information technology is a wide range of opportunities. Your job is not the same as what somebody who's a network engineer does or graphic designer or someone who codes programs and is software engineering or someone who's doing data analytics or someone who helps bridge the gap between a client who has needs and a programmer who knows that language but isn't able to communicate. And we need those systems analysts the most because we need people who can kind of bridge that gap and talk um, between those two groups. So it's such a wide range of opportunities, but it's also unknown because most people don't know anybody or have somebody in their family who's already doing this work. Which Get Wit It and NC Wit provide these networking opportunities. And I've been to your website, which is ncwit.org. Are you Correct. a .org? Okay. We're a .org. And um, that's how I was just poking around and came across Paige and who knew somebody. And before you know it, you have this huge networking community that supporting you in Col- uh, this area, Columbus especially. And that's how it came for me. I just had all these people who were supporting me when I was making this. I mean, middle age to make a career change is, it, it's quite a leap. I mean, it's, it's a scary thing. And I was like, I don't know anything about IT. There's no way. And I'm that person that talks between the business and the developers. That's it. That's what we need. Yes. And, and you're right. It's hard at mm-hmm. any age to make a change. Um, but this is a, a good field to get into. And what I talk to about with young women is it doesn't really matter what your interest is. Technology is going to be a piece of it. Of course. So no matter what, having some technology experience and doing some things with coding and learning a little bit about what technology can do will benefit you no matter what you go into. If you go into music, if you go into the arts, if you go into any kind of design work, if you're a baker, it still has an impact because you have to get a hold of an audience that can Mm -hmm. buy your goods. Well, gee, you're going to want a website. You're going to want to know how you can connect with, through social media with your clients. A little bit of technology involved Just a there. small amount. It doesn't matter what <laughs> your job is in the future. Having some technology understanding will help you. It definitely is, is going to be a major part of people in their business. So you spoke about K through 12, and you are um, helping with the youth track at the conference on September 12th, which, as you can tell, is two days away. I'm pretty excited. I'm exhausted. I'm, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. The energy's in the air, but we are done a youth track and I can't thank you enough for stepping in and helping with this. Cause I know nothing about the whole lineup and you're on that lineup. I am. You're I'm be, excited. Are you excited? You're going to be talking to these young, influentially 
diverse group of women, young young women, fifth through ninth, I think is. I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. And um, so what, what, what do you say to these young? Well, you know, our theme is her story or her story, depending <laughs> on how you want to um, spin it. That's right. Um, no matter which way you say it, her story is important. Mm-hmm. And our story hasn't always been told about the impact that women have had in computing and technology in the past, today, and in the future. So that's sort of what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to give them a little bit of a history lesson. Sounds kind of boring, but no. it's not going to be because we're going to get busy and create a living timeline. So they're going to be hearing about things that happened in the past, but interacting with that and also building the future because this is not just about what happened and her stories that happened earlier, but the stories for these young women and what they're going to be building and what they're going to be doing in the future then becomes her story and how she's going to be connecting into the future and being a big part of it and a innovative aspect of what we're going to see as the years unfold. So I'm not just doing a timeline up till today. It's going to be from today and forward and where will they impact the world? Wow. That's awesome. I'm really excited. So much fun. Yeah. I mean, between you guys and Deb and Jen, a cable doing all the, it's, it might be bigger than what we, it might, it might take off. We'll have to see after the, after Wednesday and see how. Yeah. um, It's going to be exciting to see what the outcomes are. And again, sometimes we are just planting a seed. Right. And we won't really know when that seed takes off and starts to grow. You know, one of the things I'm hoping is that the young women who are part of this event will also then be encouraged to apply for our award program because September 1st, those applications opened and they were able to apply and high school, ninth through 12th graders. So we'll have a few there that will be eligible. Mm-hmm. And they may apply for our award or they may think about it in the future, in the next year or when they get to that age. It's a great way for us to keep encouraging them and to make multiple inputs into their future because the more times that we can engage and encourage, the more likely we are to keep our young women moving forward. That's we found through research that it's not the one shot and done, but continuing to connect, encourage and support will keep them moving forward in this career path. And you may or may not agree with me on this, but um, Ooh, I, I know, right? Somebody asked me, why are you doing it the same day? And I said, well, because it's a small group right now, we're experimenting. I think it's important for them to see all the women that come and, and how the feeling is in the air. Now, you were at the conference last year, correct? I was, yes. And wouldn't you say that in the air, the atmosphere was just so energetic and supportive and passionate? And, you know, of course, this year's going to be the same way. Of course. Of course. And my my response was that 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 they see that energy that women bring. Oh, 
we need we need that interconnection. We want both sides to see each other. The youth can see, like I said, you've got to have those role models, see it to be it. Here are women who are working in this field, who are making a difference today, who are future potential employers. Maybe even a mom or two will bring a daughter, but they'll get a better understanding of what mom does. But they're going to see people who are in the industry making an impact and those role models will be there. And for the women, seeing that next generation and knowing that we can influence and encourage them is also very powerful. So having it the same day, I think, actually is a benefit. I agree with you on this. Oh, well, and it, and it no makes us all stronger. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that like my reasoning wasn't out there kind of. Oh, no, you're you're spot on. All right. That's good. That's good. So from your perspective, being in the industry for so long, only a few years, right? A couple. Only a couple. Is there anything that's a defining feature or characteristic in someone that helps move them? Mine is my personality. So I work with some 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 men who I work with all men, and uh, sometimes they're crabby. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. They're introverts. Love them all, though. And it was my personality that broke through for them to respect me as a woman in my position. Now, is there anything, like, do you have women that come up to you and say, is there any characteristics, personality traits, anything that would maybe make or break them as maybe not a coder, but on the other side, because there's lots of positions on the other, not coding, but the other side. All kinds of positions, all kinds of personalities, all kinds of traits. I used to hire a lot of IT professionals um, back when I was working at Ohio State and managing different levels of IT programs. What I looked for, whether it was in a man or a woman, one, we have to get women to apply. That's a whole other story. But for a candidate, for a trait that I'm looking for is curiosity. Here's the thing. This stuff doesn't hold still. It moves forward. It changes. You have to be flexible, adaptable, and curious about what's coming next. We're talking with these youth about things that they're going to invent. We're not even sure what that's going to be yet. We don't know what tools they're going to be using. We don't know what platforms are going to be out there. They're going to be creating this, and they have to have a sense of curiosity. And I would even say it's a um, sense of play to be innovative and to try things and to find it fun to make, break, invent. All of those things are to me, a key characteristic of what you want an IT professional to be. Now, let me talk about trying to get women in the interviews. Here's what we found, and this is a little bit in a stereotype, but we actually see it happening. Okay. For many of our male candidates, when we put out a position description and we have 10 different qualifications that we want for that position, if you're looking at that from a male perspective... Many times they'll say, oh, I have four of those, and the other six I've heard of, I'm going to apply. Correct. And if it's a woman looking at that same 10, 
if she doesn't have 10 and multiple years in each of those, I'm not qualified. I can't apply. Now, who, who do I get to see? I only get to see the people who apply. Correct. So somebody who has only four qualifications and puts their name in, I get to at least look at their resume and then decide if I want to talk to them. But if you've got nine out of 10 and you don't apply, I can't talk to you. So my advice to all women when they're looking at positions and deciding whether to apply is if there's a list of qualifications and you fit even half or less, still apply. Put your name out because there will be male counterparts who will definitely apply. And I can look at the both of you and decide what are the other factors that can influence whether or not you're right for that role. But don't shut yourself out by not applying. It's good advice because that's true. Most women, if they see qualifications there, well, I don't have all 10, so. Well, nobody does. Nobody does. That's I mean, if I had that, I would already have that position filled. So I'm looking for all of that. But almost always as an employer, you're going to have to make choices about which of those are essential and which are ones that you can can teach someone. Because again, in IT, you're always learning, you're always growing, and the skill set that you come in with three years later is not going to be adequate. You need to constantly be growing skills because the field changes. And when you do those interviews and you do have those two separate candidates, whether they both one male, one female, you get to know them. You get to know their personalities. Are they curious? Do they, or are they just cotton dry? So I think closing yourself that door just does not. Yeah. Right. I I need to get your application in the pool. Yeah. Interviews, talking with people one-on-one definitely can bring to light things that you didn't even know you had in you. (laughs) (laughs) They can. They can. They can very much help an employer to understand, are you a good fit for our company, for our position, for the culture in our group? Will you be an asset to the team? Yeah. Because that's what you're looking for beyond just those qualifications. Do you hear those, that women... Apply for those jobs. Put in those applications. Don't be shy. Right? That was our plug. That was our plug for (laughs) job interviewing. (laughs) And Eva will take all sorts of requests if you need help prepping for interviews. (laughs) Oh, uh, I have done it. And I, I kind of actually like to do mock interviews with people because I've been on both sides of the table and I can, I can help people think through what they want to answer for questions and help them feel more comfortable when it's for real. See, there we go. We just, we just put something else on your plate for you. (laughs) (laughs) So Eva will be at the conference on Wednesday She's going to be very involved with the youth track, but I'm sure you'll wander around, right? Check out some oh, of the sessions. I'm totally going to be yeah, you're there just, and you're, soaking it all in yeah. because this is, this is my group. The, this is my tribe. These are people <laughs> I want to hang with. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about being in Columbus for this conference, and I hear there may be another one. There is. So we're going to get through this one on Wednesday. <laughs> And then we're going to head up to Cleveland. Excellent. And Eva was kind enough to hook me up with some people up there in in Cleveland. And I reached out to Liza Mundy. 
and I talked to their her um publicist yeah yeah yeah, like their PR person whatever and we had a deal on the table and then something came up and she couldn't she had to back out and I was like oh yeah because I think it's such a nice Mm tie-in her 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 book Angie and I talked about it in the first episode her book is ties right into how it all got started and And we've been in this game this Mm -hmm. is this is not something women are new to but we aren't always, our stories aren't always told. Exactly. So I love that she did the book to tell some stories about some women who were involved yeah. back a few generations. And, you know, I, I, it was during World War II. Mm-hmm. And I get that the culture at the time was once the World War was over, women went back to their place. And, you know, that was kind of where it all kind of declined and yeah i was so bummed but maybe next year we'll get her yeah. i gotta get on her calendar earlier i think she's very busy right she's now she's real so. busy yeah so yeah. but um we do have we do have our keynote Excellent. for cleveland the opening keynote right now and i'm finishing up the details with her we are still looking for a keynote okay so okay. well, maybe I'll open. throw some more ideas your way. Speakers. We, yeah, we have some, um, there's a lot happening in Cleveland around technology and education and the CS for All movement too. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. So yeah. I can't, uh, my tech elevator friends up there and uh, We Can Code It friends have been helping out a lot. I was just telling Ryan two weeks ago how it's very difficult to do a conference in another city when you're not in that city. I did not realize how, how difficult. Well, I manage affiliates and I'm in a different time zone. Oh, see. So Ohio, I'm lucky (laughs) because that's one of my affiliates, but I have 18. Oh yeah. No. And some of them are scattered across the country. The good news is I have a lot that are in Eastern time zone. But, oh, well, that's good. Um, but yeah, sometimes you have to remember, oh, I can't call them yet because it's, you know, 6 a.m. there. Yeah, I have a team <laughs> out in California and I always have to be very cognizant of the time out there because yes. I'm always like, my time, 8 a.m. I'm always like, oh, we should call. No, we shouldn't because it's <laughs> 5 a.m. there. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, that's tough. That is tough. So, but we're super excited to be in Cleveland. It's going to be our first conference away from Columbus this year, 2018. And then we may expand. Wow. Had to hear that. Ask that. Yes. In 2019. All right. Some are saying we should go to Cincinnati. Of course we should. Pittsburgh, Indy. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So and I can say I was one of I was at one of the very first conferences that this <laughs> That's <group> right. put on. <laughs> this will be the one on Wednesdays are thirty annual and uh make her story, hashtag make her story very um I think fitting with what's going on and mm-hmm. everything and uh and then Cleveland has the same theme. We kind of keep the same theme going. And uh, we don't, we, I don't know about next year. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun to find out what Maybe the theme is. Maybe it will is. be revealed at the conference on Ooh. Wednesday. Ooh, that'll be something exciting to hear about. It's top secret information. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's, that uh, we like to reveal those things. 
could could happen could happen so all right well what else do you want to say about nc wit that is going to help promote these women and get them into this field well let's see what would we like to talk about we've mentioned the awards program i think people are aware of that so that's something that our our youth can apply for do you take volunteers We love volunteers. Everybody loves volunteers. Everybody loves volunteers. And actually, we run on volunteers. Our aspirations program is coordinated through affiliate teams. I work with 18, but we have 79 across the country. And that's because some of our states have multiple affiliates within the state. And all those people are volunteers? And all those people are volunteers. Damn, good for you. Yes. Yeah. So they know how important it is. It was to them to have somebody who was a mentor. And so they see themselves as mentoring the next generation, helping young women um, to find their network. Because what's sad but true is, luckily, we have some um, high school AP classes in mm-hmm. computer science. They're not requirements. Computer science isn't necessarily a requirement for graduation everywhere, although some states are putting that into their standards. They should. Um, but those AP courses, there's now a second one. So it was just computer science. Now there's a principles of computer science. And what happened is many young women didn't see themselves fitting, again, those qualifications to even take the, the higher-level computer science AP course. But principles is a beginning one. And so with that second course being introduced across the country in high schools, more young women are taking that course. So we're seeing the, that an uptick in that number, which we're hoping then becomes an uptick in young women who are going on to major in computer science in college and then entering the field. So that's all very encouraging for us. Yes. So so women that are interested in getting involved and in volunteering could reach out. Yes. Go, so right to the website? Right to the website. Now okay. we do have two. And see what is the umbrella for all of the work that we do. Aspirations.org. Okay. is the way that we connect in the K-12 space okay. and our program. So aspirations.org, literally when you register for an account, you can say how you want to volunteer. Okay. We need reviewers for those applications for high school. We need team members in all those affiliates. So regardless of where you are hearing this uh, podcast, <laughs> you can um, become a volunteer for NC Because you're nationwide. We are nationwide. We actually have Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, and some military bases as well. Darren, we should do a podcast for NC Wit in Puerto Rico on the beach. Sound like a good idea? I'm yes. I am trying to get to their <laughs> event. I tell you, that's that's on my bucket list. Is I would love to be the um, NC Wit staff member who goes to that event. Yeah. Uh, so far, um, the most far flung event that I've attended was in um, South Dakota. Yeah, that, I don't want to go to South Dakota. <laughs> that, one, that one was not. I was a- like waiting for her to say like Hawaii or, you know, and she comes up. You come up with South, South Dakota. Dakota. Oh. I got to tell you, University of South Dakota is in the top three in cybersecurity in the country. 
And well, they're, because it's cold there and they don't have anything else they, to do. They're doing it. <laughs> they're doing it. They're bringing people in. They've got expertise. They've got students. And they've got a fairly good percentage of females in their program. Wow. Now, we could always use more. But University of South Dakota and cybersecurity, they're doing it. Wow. Yeah. I still yeah. don't want to go to South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing I can tell you that... I got to do in South Dakota. I got to drive. I got to legally drive eighty miles an hour. Oh, that was the speed limit. Do they have speed limits in South Dakota? <laughs> do they have cars? Yeah. Um, of course, I didn't see a lot of traffic, but that's why you can go eighty miles an hour. So that's a plus. That is. That's true. So you can. And quickly, it's not as cold as North Dakota. That is true. <laughs> That is true. And you that the reason it's 80 is so you can quickly get out of their state. <laughs> yes. Right through. Yes. yes. Yes, yes. Oh wow. Yeah. No. But if you could hook us up with the Puerto Rico mm-hmm. or the Virgin Islands, even the Virgin Islands, Darren, yeah. Come yeah. Warm yeah. right there. Yeah. We could do that yeah. one too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That those are yeah. Those are some of the prime ones. Of course those are not my affiliates, but I have some fun affiliates. My goal is to get to the Tennessee West event in memphis this year oh well there you go memphis is a fun place yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that one that would be fun yeah yeah you do you get to like swap affiliations you should do like like fantasy football leagues for your affiliations yeah we have done a little bit of that (laughs) when there was like changing in in roles it's like i'll give you two of these for one of those yeah 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 so sometimes it's about the geography but also sometimes because these are volunteers it's also about the the makeup of the team Mm. and so we may have a um, affiliate that's struggling and so it's like i'll give (laughs) you I could use some help here. Oh, that kind so of you thing. do a yeah. little swapping. Oh, yeah, so but volunteers, volunteers are very important. Oh, and, so. Um, and we need them, and they are such a important resource. And again, role models, women who are, are doing the work and then sharing their stories with this next generation is, is a huge way to impact that ability to see themselves understand what it's like to be a woman in IT and then to build the network so that we can reach back and and pull some of the youth forward and then give a hand up to that next generation so yeah volunteers are crucial I mean that's how we we drive forward yes with the help of everyone and everybody who's coming on Wednesday to the conference thanks in advance for helping us that's crucial that the volunteer base for this organization is wonderful. It, it's a, it's amazing how we're able to pull something like this off and and make it happen. Whew. We're making a statement in Columbus. We are, we are, and I always have to take the day after off to recover from that <laughs> statement. <laughs> it's yes, yes. So. Yes. All right. Well, NC Wit, anything happening in end of September, October? You guys have your big conference. We have a big conference in May. In May. And it'll be in Nashville this year. And that's where we bring in our corporate partners, our higher ed institutions, our nonprofits, and all of our different associations and organizations to one place. And 
we are, again, celebrating women in tech, but also sharing knowledge across those different entities about how we can connect, how we can grow, how we can foster the next generation, and how we can make a better, inclusive culture in our corporate spaces and in our higher ed spaces and even in our nonprofits so that everyone's voice is heard and we're all being part of the solutions and able to be more innovative and creative because the more diverse population you have working, then the more ideas that come forward. Right. The more ideas, the more innovation, and bottom line, the more profitability. So it's all good to do, but it's also good for your bottom line to be diverse and inclusive. So for higher education, you worked at OSU. I did. You retired? I did. Good for you. (laughs) Totally jelly. Now, but you're still really active at at OSU. I am active as far as in the network around women in tech and a group called OQIC, which is the Ohio Celebration of Women in Computing. It's not just OSU. This is all of the higher ed institutions in the state of Ohio that have computer science programs. The Ohio Celebration of Women in Computing happens every other year. So in February of 2019, all of the higher ed institutions that have computer science programs invite their women to come to a conference. And that includes the faculty who teach and the women who are in those programs, in computer science programs from across the state. Okay. Ohio State is a part of that, as well as Baldwin-Wallace and Kent State and other entities, even Hiram. So small or large institutions across the state, all these young women get together and, again, find out that, oh, as a group, we're fairly large, even though what's sad is that in their classes, they may be two of uh, the only two or three young women in a class of 30 taking a computer science course. We still need to work on those numbers. But the Oakwick Conference is a way that we can celebrate the women that have come before and the women who are there now. And we do have, again, some corporate partners who do some career and internship opportunities for the young women. Oh, that's good. We have an intern right now who's a computer science at OSU. Excellent. Yes. Yes. She's doing a fabulous job. Um, But as an intern... Over the summer, she was the only young lady. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. I mean, it, it was very sad. Well, but I, I mean, part of what we have to do is first get, get her in the pipeline, mm-hmm. get her an internship, get her a job, and then get more young women entering. But she also has to realize that the environment she was in this summer may well be the environment that she's going to be hired into as well. Correct. So as long as it's an inclusive and welcoming environment, then we're fine. We were um, a couple of weeks ago talking to Ryan Frederick about that, where it's the psychological safety in the workplace for women and the risk that they take coming into this position. Do you get any, when, you, when women come to you, do they, are they ever intimidated about the fact that, I was intimidated to the fact that I didn't know technology like I'm not a techie person and it was very intimidating to me, but I, I'm not 
now that I'm in LA. <laughs> good, good, good. And, and yes, we have actually a big part of our team is our social scientists. And they do research and publish research and share best practices around workplace environments and um, creating a culture that is inclusive. And we even have resources like fact sheets that talk about bias in the workplace and some ways to combat that and some things that we can do to deal with our own biases that we may not even realize that we have. And everyone has them, male or female. We all have biases, but we just have to recognize that we have them and then work to overcome a bias that we just may have a preconceived notion in our head of who does this kind of work. Um, If you ask five and six-year-olds what a scientist looks like, many times they're going to draw only male figures. In a white coat. In a white coat, right. And we know that's not all scientists or even the white coat part isn't right. But until they're actually exposed to different kinds of opportunities and seeing people in different roles, both in real life and in the media, then they don't see the diversity within what a scientist looks like. Uh, We have programs that says, I am an engineer, or this is what an engineer looks like, just to help to break some of those stereotypes and some of the preconceived notions about what an engineer looks like. That's good because, yes, it's very, um, to a five or six-year-old, it's going to be what they've been exposed to. Right. Right. So, yeah, media is definitely, social media, television, all that Mm -hmm. does not help. (laughs) Right. We, yeah, we need to to try to encourage a a broader representation Mm -hmm. and break some of the stereotypes about what people think computer science is and what programmers are and how that work is done. It's not done in the dark by somebody who's antisocial and eating candy bars. No, it's not. <laughs> but that's kind of the portrayal. Yes, yes. Um, and that preconceived notion. So breaking that is is certainly something we're, we're all about trying to make sure that um, the world understands that there are more of us that are out there doing work and that the types of work that we're doing is important and inclusive and meaningful. There we go. And by the way, Eva's on that plane with us too. The first class plane to taking over the world. We're on the plane. We're on the plane. Yeah. Flying only first class though. <laughs> <laughs> All seats first class. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's make a plug one more time. NCWIT.org is the national website. Correct. And the aspirations.org is your local. That is for our awards programs for high school, college, and we do have an educator award. So the aspirations.org site is for someone who's interested in applying for our award, an educator who wants to encourage a young woman to apply. They all need endorsers, and so the endorsers then can apply for the educator award. And at the collegiate level... Young women who are in college, who are in our member organizations, can apply for our collegiate award. They can come to Summit where they're recognized and given our top award of $10,000. Wow. So the collegiate award is is also something to consider and part of the aspirations.org website. 
We are going to have some fine women from OSU volunteering on Wednesday, and I look forward to having those young souls around. They're helping in the youth track and upstairs. Then I will be talking to all of them (laughs) about joining our community and applying for our awards. There you go. There you go. I'll bring plenty of business cards. There you go. There you go. All right. So Wednesday... Come out and see Eva. She's going to be there bright and early. Oh, yes. 7 a.m.? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But there'll be coffee. Yes, I'll need it. <laughs> coffee and sugar. That's all you need. So, be coffee all day. Oh, the energy in the, oh. in the room will keep us all going. It so. really, I was trying to think of the best words to describe it, and I can't. It's just so powerful, and it's I've never experienced Anything like I have at the last two Women in Tech conferences. It's just a supportive vibe that's just, you know, just keeps you going. It does. It does. It keeps you going. And uh, not only are we having the youth track, but we also have an innovation room, which our friends at Tech Elevator are hosting. That'll be fun. That's going to be really fun. So I'm not going to share any um, of that because... That's under lock and key. I, mean, okay. I think they're going to do the day of, like, this is okay. this is some pretty cool stuff. And um, I will share, though, that um, Chemical Abstracts is our keynote sponsor. And they are, uh, Kathy Gibson is their innovative chief officer. Okay. I, yeah. And uh, she's actually quite involved the whole day both in the innovation room and outside in the session. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, we have everybody wants to be there for the entire event and yeah, to take it all in. It's um, And how cool to have a director of innovation as one of your roles at, at any institution. I know, right? Yes. That's a pretty, that's pretty, that's a kick-ass role right there. Exactly. I got to see how to get into that role. Yeah. That. And so that's going to be fun. She's going to be there with... She'll probably need to have like roller skates on. I feel she's going to be pulled. Going to keep so her busy. So many yes. directions. Yes. So, and I'm hoping she gets to pop down to the youth track. So, yes. the youth track is going to have their own own space the whole day. They have treats all day long. They're going to do interactive activities. It's very hands on. Oh yes, we're going to keep them busy. It sounds involved and. They're going to meet so many other nice young ladies from all over Columbus and outside of Columbus. It's going to be very exciting. And what else are we having? We have the after party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have a party, you have to have an after party. There's the after after party. (laughs) Um, Lots of great sponsors. We're lucky this year, Google is uh, a sponsor nationwide chase all those big names to help support us um, and they all have women in tech in, they do in, in their staff so they do yeah and they're all strong supporters which is great so come out wednesday tickets are still on sale you can go to getwitit.org and there is a button that says get tickets purchase tickets or you can just email me, but I'm not going to give you out my email address. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the website. You can find me there. Exactly. Um, yes. So, Eva, I'm so excited. We're going to spend all day Wednesday together. 
I am too. I can't wait. And um, we'll have to take like the next day to recover, of course. Of course. But yes. Yeah. It's and then we'll gear up for Cleveland. We're going to gear up for Cleveland. That's going to be great. We're going to take the show on the road and take all that passion and drive and enthusiasm. We're going to we're going to go do Cleveland. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for coming by. I'm I appreciate happy to be doing it. this. Yes. <laughs> You're a busy lady. She's a busy lady. So, I appreciate it. And uh Wednesday here we come. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.